welcome to episode 167 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I am Patriotic Janelle. That's right. We are recording this uh, late at night on the 4th of July. So if you hear some fireworks in the background, it's because it's the celebration continuing. Still keeping on going on. Yes. All night, which is, it's fun, you know. Well, we went out and uh, enjoyed our neighbor's fireworks show. Yeah, and now the kids are playing Nintendo Switch in the other room and we're recording. (laughs) Gotta love this quarantine life. What better way to celebrate our freedom in this country than to record a podcast? From the comfort of our couch. That's right. Well, we've got a lot of stuff to cover, like a lot this episode, (laughs) and we're leaving on our trip soon, so if you want me to have any chance of getting this edited and posted before we leave, we gotta do it fast. Now, those of you guys that just downloaded it, you probably noticed it's over an hour anyway, but (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea at this point. We'll see. Let's do it. But it's time to do it. Let's get into the news. And now the news. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, wherever you catch our pod. Also, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And you could also go to our Facebook page, send us a message there. And please, while you're over there... Join our Facebook group, Mandarian Orange Show the Group. We're also on Twitter, but we don't really check it that much. But Instagram, and while on our trip, we are going to be posting Inst- stuff on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, there'll be stories. There'll be, there'll be fresh content, guys. There's always fresh content, but fresh not at our house content. That's unique. And that's been a while. And yeah, that's where you can find us. Good job. So, just a quick reminder, um, we talked about this before, but we are, because we're going on our trip, we don't know, I don't know how often that we're going to be updating over the next few weeks. We're going to try. You may see one here and there that we record remotely. We may not post till we get back. It might be three or four weeks. Don't worry, though, we're not going anywhere. I mean, we are going somewhere, but <laughs> not, you know, in a metaphysical sense. We're, yeah, we'll, we're we'll still be here. Back. We'll be back. We'll see. I, I I always like come with the best intentions, and we, like bring, we bring stuff the, to record. Bring the stuff to record every time, and then who knows? But we are gonna be gone for a while. Yeah. So sometimes on our longer trips, we do manage to squeeze one in. Yeah. So and hopefully I'll have this posted before we go. And there might be some special guests because. Yeah. We're meeting up with your vaccinated family members. That's right. So you never know. Who knows. Or you might have to just wait till we get back. <laughs> this might be being posted while we're like on a beach somewhere, you know? Yeah. Because here's the thing. We are leaving, as of this recording, um, in just a couple of days, a few days away. We have so much to get done. Like The to-do list before we leave is insurmountable. Not to mention the fact that I haven't actually gotten a chance to post a podcast yet. But here's the thing. Like, it's always insurmountable. No, this feels like the worst. I feel like we postponed no, it. No. We we procrastinated There's too much. Literally been times where I have to work up until the day before we leave. I have nothing done, so I stay up through the night. And yeah, we but- like are late to our 
flight. We don't have to worry about flight. But on those trips, though, we're like, I'm being productive because you're at school, so I'm actually getting stuff done during the day. Oh, I see. So, I see what this is. Yes, we're just like lounging around and having fun in summer vacation, and we haven't like gotten ready. There's like yard work that's overdue. We have two full days. Ugh, that's going to go like in the snap of a finger. Well, if you guys would all stop having so much fun and start working, we can get it done. We can nip it in the bud. Well, I think you're equally a part of this, by the way. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is I hope we can get it done because it's a lot. It's a lot. It'll be fine. Um, let's do some, uh, so anyway, on, in addition to that, of course, our Potbox Presents and our Mandarin Orange live, live streams are not going to happen for, no. you know, like several weeks. That I know we're not going to do. Yeah. I mean, it's always possible we could pop on and just do a live stream for fun of something silly on vacation, but not like a formal Mandarin Orange Live. What about an Instagram live? live? I mean, you never know. Follow We've never us. done an Instagram live. Well, I thought we did like a long time ago, but maybe that was on your... We could do it from my vacation pants because I have so many followers. <laughs> you know, we'll just have to see. I, I, no guarantees, but keep an eye out on those things. Also, just a couple of quick shout outs. Uh, Keith and I over at the Alex P. Keaton is my friend podcast have been recording and putting out stuff. We're also going to be doing a little hiatus over there, but our most recent episode, we had a really fun listener mail oh, that you should check out. I can't wait to hear it. So that'll be posted. I'm almost done editing that. So that'll go right before this one. Yeah. Hopefully sooner than our vacation. We'll see. Finally, as far as shout outs go, um, I had to do just a final shout out wrap up for the Alan Smithy film review. They had talked about, I talked about how they talked about Condor Man on the show, but then their more recent episode, they did Cruella, and I got an additional shout out on there um, where they talked about Condor Man some more. Of course, Damien did not like Condor Man, mm-hmm. and so he wasn't like being positive about it, but he was still it talked still about. still talks about. And they gave us a shout out on the show, so, you know, it's all good. The more I can get people talking about Condor Man, the better. There you go. What else? There's been a lot of queens and emperors around these parts. Yeah, I think rather than go through them in great detail, we'll just say... The highlights. The highlights. Because as you guys may or may not know, the cool, hot thing around the Vecchio household is to give and get the queen or king or emperor or whatever for the day. The kids pay for it with their mommy daddy dollars. They actually do like extra chores to save up. To get this privilege. Yes. I was gifted 12 of them. As was I on my Father's Day. Except, yes. as you guys may or may not remember, I had to find the additional certificates. You kind of gave me a gimme on the first one because you hit it in a game I was going to play. But just today, you I just found, found another, another one. He's been, like, taking the pictures off the walls. And I finally had to, like, give him some hints because... Then he goes, I can't fix it. It's crooked. And I'm well, like, stop taking the pictures off the wall. You didn't have to give me hints. You just... things off the wall. Yes. Stop. You told me that some places not to look because you didn't want me to. But I didn't ask for a hint. No. You, you just, just didn't want me to take the pictures off the wall. You've been wall. looking in projects I want you to finish? I've been looking all over. Well, so today, Janelle calls me from the bathroom. and goes, Phil, can you bring me some toilet paper? Which... <laughs> Keep in mind, the toilet paper is not stored very far from the toilet that you were using. Yes. So, but of but course, I, I'm like, I've all right. I've been trying to 
not get it before I sit down so that you would find it. So there's one roll left in the bag. Fortunately, we had just gotten another bag. Don't worry. And in the bag from the toilet paper rolls was one of my papers for another emperor for a day. Yay! I don't get to cash it until after our trip, obviously, because we don't have time. We don't have time for that because of all the previous... But since we last recorded... I did my second emperor for a day. Uh-huh. You had a queen for a day for your monthly one from uh-huh. the Christmas present. And Audrey paid for a queen for a day out of her like chore money. Yeah. There's been a lot of royal celebration. And they were all fun. Yeah. We'll talk about some of the things we did in the specific areas. Yeah. But we don't have, you know. There's not. We don't need to go through everything. Suffice it to say, it's a good present idea. And I highly recommend it. Because, like, we can't. The kids are, like, battling for them if they want it so bad. we put new stuff in the prize box, and they're like, "Eh." I want to save up for queen for a day or king for a day. (laughs) So, it's pretty exciting. Also, this summer, we've been doing each day our uh, little holidays Holidays. of the day that you set up. Yeah. Those have been fun. Um, We celebrated Canada Day. Yeah. Right before 4th of July. And um, let's just say it was a little hard on our tummies. Well, you did make homemade poutine, which was fantastic. And I went and got maple donuts at the donut shop. That was a, that was not a great diet day, we'll just say. <laughs> but it sure tasted good. And we watched, well, we'll talk about that later. Yes, we did watch a movie for, for Canada, Canada Day. day. Um, lots of day. other little fun ones, though, that we've done, like... Um, well, some of them, like, we haven't even gotten to celebrate yet. You just kind of have a running tally. This is what we had to do last summer, too. Because there's so, so much, much to do. So, things like Asteroids Day, UFO Day. Um, Bug busting. Although we did finally do that one. Yeah. So, that's really been a fun thing, though, too. Yeah. And has also contributed to us not getting anything accomplished ever. I am bringing some cards on the trip. We're not doing it every day. But anything that celebrates food that we like, <laughs> I just kind of... That's fun. Put that in the mix. So, yeah, that kind of brings us up current. Like you said, we had a lot of fun in our second uh, quarantine 4th of July watching fireworks from yeah. the backyard. Can't believe that uh, we were not traveling on the 4th of July again. But this is the world we live in. The kids really like liked it and to me like i think it's a really fun it makes me think of the sandlot you know all the neighborhood people running around except we're just in our backyard it's great so that's it and then other than that we're we're coming up to a our big trip so we're gonna have a lot of vacation pants to cover in the future so exciting but you know what we have to cover right now listener mail listener mail you got mail so we got some listener mail from our frequent writer inner friend, Julie. Yay, Julie. And the email is titled Listener of Podcast. <laughs> Smiley face, which I like. Love it. Julie writes, hi, Phil and Janelle. It's Julie from Oklahoma. Haven't written in for a long time. No earth shattering reason why not. Just been living life. We, we have missed you, but we are glad to hear from you again. Yes. So. Always welcome back. Um, and, you know, we, we've talked about this quite a bit because we know, you know, we don't know a lot about statistics on our podcast, but we know there's a certain number of people listening. But the number of people who actually, like, go to the point of writing into a podcast, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's like fun, dedicated fans and friends. So, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean that there's not other people out there. So it's it's fun to see, yeah. you know, who bubbles up. Because, you know, we've been talking, we've talked about, like, we listen to a lot of podcasts. How many times have you written into a podcast? Never written into a podcast except Alex P. Keaton. I have occasionally, like, you know, contacted podcasts. Usually it's through, like, their Facebook page, though. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. But, you know, occasionally... But not not that much, which makes me think I should do it more, because we really like it when people write to us. So yeah. But anyway, all that is to say, we really appreciate you writing yeah. in, and we love hearing from people. So uh, let's see. She says on your last podcast, you mentioned taking a summer break, so maybe you won't read or respond to this or do a podcast soon. But that's okay. I'll write anyway. I hope you guys have a good summer and fun vacation times. Woohoo! Depending on when this actually gets posted, we'll see. But. <laughs> You're going to get it done before. I know. I know. So, but from that point on, you can still write to us. We will keep tabs on anything that gets written in over the summer, but no guarantees beyond this episode until we're back in uh, in August. Yes. You know? So, she said, um, also on your last pod, Ben from Tennessee had a fun quiz to name the states that border Tennessee. I didn't get them all. In fact, didn't realize there were as many as eight of them. I'd like to copy his idea and ask if you would do the same for my state of Oklahoma. Try and name the bordering states. So we're going to stop. We're going to do this right now. Same thing that we did last time. You're going to write them down. down. I'll write them down on mine. We've got a little bit of uh, game show music to uh, space it out. And we'll be back in a moment with our answers. Once we've given our answers, we'll Google it and see. Okay. And it'll all be snipped together in a nice... Edited package. Okay, are you ready? Ready. On your marks, get set, go. Okay, let's first say our answers and we'll Google it. This one, I mean, I I think I did pretty good, but then I'm going to be embarrassed because last time I was like, oh, if it's Western states, I'd totally do better at it. So I hope I I stand up to that. Well, I... Used to live very near Oklahoma, That's right. so I hope I did better on this one. So, all right. Well, what did you put? Okay, so I know Texas borders it. That's fairly easy. And I know the... Colorado borders it because uh-huh. that's the state I used to live in. And I know Kansas borders it, and I think New Mexico does, but I'm not sure. That's it. That's all. Okay, so I have those same four, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, and Kansas, but I also know that at least a little bit of it borders Missouri. Because it does. Remember, I was going to write Missouri. Remember on our Route 66 trip, we drove from Missouri into Oklahoma and then back out into Kansas. We did? Yes. On Route 66? On Route 66. There's a little ah, tiny... I put Missouri. I don't think that Route 66 actually goes into Kansas. But remember, we kind of like dipped down into yeah. it a little bit, and that's where we and that's where we like that was stayed. our where we left off that we yeah. got to pick up to to continue on Route yeah. sixty six. So yeah, it was from Missouri. So that's what I've got. I have five states. You have four. Now we're gonna Google it. Oh, what did we miss? Arkansas. Okay, we missed. So we missed Arkansas. Um, that's pretty good though. Like we got yeah. everything else there, and if you look, Missouri just that little snippet there. I yeah. forgot. I was picturing Missouri going down further, but I forgot Arkansas, Arkansas fills in that space fills in the back in a little there. bit. Okay, but Colorado, New Mexico, Kansas, Texas, Missouri, and 
Arkansas. So six states. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I mean, we did forget the one over there. But, you know, it's not, it's not too bad not without peeking. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. We love geography. I feels like full on, like, obsessed with geography. I don't know if I'd say that. I enjoy it a great deal. I love maps and things because of because of travel. Yeah. So I love it too. See, I wouldn't but, have gotten Missouri if we hadn't done that because if you look here, it barely touches it. Yeah. Like you wouldn't. It almost makes a four corner spot, except that it overlaps a little mm-hmm. bit there, Missouri. All right. That's fun. That's Yay. Fun. Thank you for asking us to do that, Julie. We love a geography challenge. Yeah, and if anyone from another different state wants to ask, that'd be fun yes. too. Yes. So let us know. Other states, go ahead and write in and we'll do the challenge. And a good shout out to Ben for uh, coming up with the idea. Yes. Good. So six states, not quite as many as Tennessee, but that's still a lot. Yeah. It's more than it's twice as many as California. So. Okay. <laughs> what if somebody asks us to do California? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be easy. <laughs> But that would still be fun. Or if they ask us to do Maine, that's that a very would, short list. That would be a short list, too. Back over to Julie's email. She says, congrats to Phil for getting the gas dryer installed. Yay! Yay. Still working, too, it all is. these weeks later. So it does feel a little low to the ground since we didn't put the legs on. Well, Julie has some insight here. Does uh, she? Well, first she says, and to Janelle, too, because she had a part in it. You definitely did. did. You're a good assistant. And the kids. Yeah. Between, you know, the <laughs> three of you guys, you all assisted me very well. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I did the bulk of it. I think that's fair to that's say. That's fair to say. I was the one climbing around and dumping out yeah. the stuff and whatever. But I couldn't have done it without you guys. Phil asked if it was okay if the dryer was sitting flat on the ground and not on its little legs. Yes. I'm so I'm so happy. I asked my husband about that because he's pretty good at handyman work around the house. He said it's okay. The main thing is that the dryer is level, and that's really the purpose of the legs. But if it's level without them, okay. It's not, it's not needed as far as ventilation because there's a built-in ventilation around the dryer anyway. Or he said something like that. So it sounds like you're good to go, and well done. Yay! Yes. Thank you, and tell your husband thank you for that. We love the household tips. I definitely don't want to like have to redo any of that, and like, because you'd have to undo the gas line to safely like tip that back up again. Yeah. I don't want to do that again. No, please don't. That's really good, and it is. Yeah, it's level. I mean, I wouldn't have used it to level it out otherwise. It just would have put them on all evenly because it's it's on a garage. Right. And it's, I mean, about as level as it's, it's going to get. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, and then she said, you guys are a million times more well-traveled than I have ever been, but I'm excited because I may get to go to Florida sometime within Yay! this next year. Florida is the best. My daughter and her, her fiance are moving to Orlando for a year, and my husband and I want to go visit while they are there. Now I get to plan what I want to do. Can't do all the theme parks in one visit, so I think I may choose Universal and Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Didn't you go there? Yes, we did. Yes, we did, right before the pandemic. That was like one of our last trips. Well, Walt Disney World was... Was the very last, but but right before that was Universal. 
Um, she said, I think I remember you talking about it on a podcast, and maybe I even commented about that in an email. I also want to see some of Florida outside of a theme park, like a national park, alligator, swamp tour, etc. I've already had a peek at Janelle's My Vacation Pants in the blog where you visited the Everglades. Maybe I can get more tips from My Vacation Pants. Yes. Uh, definitely. Okay, so first of all, amusement park-wise, yes. I mean, it's a tough call. I guess it really depends on which one is more exciting to you because Walt Disney World is is spectacular but we also had a fantastic time at Universal and if Harry Potter is your thing you're gonna want to do that yeah it was like I'm not we're not even huge Harry Potter people you've read all the books I've read two I've seen one of the movies read one yeah we we don't we're not like super fans and we good but whatever loved Harry Potter. Yeah, it's one of the most immersive amusement park things I've ever seen. Now, you can probably go back and find our old episodes where we talked about our trip there, which might give you more, you know, fresh information because it was like on our mind. But I will say that if you do go there, there's two parks that it's split up again across. Mm -hmm. There's the uh, Islands of Adventure and then the main Universal Studios. Right. And what you got to do if you're wanting to do a Harry Potter is start at Universal side. And you enter Harry Potter from that side, and then you can take the train across to the other side. Yeah, you have to. And it's... To get the the real Harry Potter Yes, that's the most authentic way to definitely start that way and not the other direction. And you're going to need to have a park hopper to do both because it's about 50-50 where the Harry Potter stuff is split up Mm -hmm. between the two. So you're going to need to do that. If you're doing that, you got to go for it. Um, It's funny. I think I've mentioned this on here, but... I did a, we did a video when we were there for, you know, plus size people to visit because there are a lot of weight restrictions. It's called a fat friendly guide to Universal Studios. Yes, it's on my YouTube channel for my vacation pants. And I think we're at, I want to say like 10,000 views. It's close to that. And that's like the most views of And I get so many comments, especially, I posted it right before the pandemic, so, you know, it didn't get a lot of views at first, but now that things are opening back up, I just get so much, like, thank you, thank you for posting this. So you can, you can watch that, because we got every ride that has a weight restraint, and then, um, except one. The Rip Roaring Rocket. Yeah. Although we did go on that and I made it on that one. Yeah. But um, that's kind of a good visual. I mean, whether or not you need those specific information about those restraints, there are, I mean, it's more than just being like overweight, you know? There's also certain, uh, I'll say, womanly body figures that, yes. you know, yes, if you're that are restrictive as well. Chested. So, you know, if that's any kind of concern for anybody, that's an easy way to kind of scope out what that looks like. But it is super, it's super cool. Um, I definitely recommend doing it. I got our tickets um, for Universal at Undercover Tourist. And I got not a huge discount, but it was cheaper than um, buying them at the park, you know. Yeah. And I think I got four-day park hoppers. That sounds right. Other tips are like... Do the sit-down restaurants instead of the um, the fast food. Yeah, all the counter service stuff was almost as, as expensive. As long as wait, too. Well, it was. And you, there's nowhere to sit inside. So if it's hot, which it was warm for us, there's nowhere to sit. 
and it was just as expensive as sitting at the sit down. And you get refills of the sit down on yeah. drinks, and water or soda mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's, I mean, for a very, very small upcharge. And I mean, for the same amount of food, yeah, you would be paying more at the counter service. Yeah. So I would so we absolutely recommend doing that. It. There's a, there's one sit down one on each in each park that we tried, and I think there's probably others, but there's at least one on each side. Yeah. So highly recommend. And there was like no wait for them no, at all. We just walked just in walked on both in of them. And we didn't make reservations or anything. It might be different now though with what's going on. That's true. There may be. We don't have any info about the COVID restrictions at all, but. And we stayed off site, and um, they had a free shuttle. Yeah, from the hotel so we, we were that, at. And that wasn't an issue. I think that's all my tips. It was a lot cheaper to stay off property and get a shuttle. Mm-hmm. So otherwise, though, in Florida, I mean, our big experience that we had is the Everglades. Um, and the Keys. National Park the and Florida then the Florida Keys. Keys. We did a trip through there, and I highly recommend it. I mean, that's a totally different side of it. I mean, of course, there's beautiful beaches and stuff like that, but you're going to get a lot more tourists there. Mm-hmm. And... We had, like, so many amazing experiences in the Everglades. If you do go there, we didn't actually do an airboat. Um, the kids are little. The kids are too little. I mean, they, I don't think they were allowed to do it at the age they yeah. were at and stuff. But honestly, like, if you want to see alligators, you don't have to even pay for a tour. There are so many, like, overlooks and boardwalk trails all throughout the National yeah. Park. We saw 99 alligators, mm-hmm. and we did not take a single tour. It was just going no. and looking at all the boardwalks and stuff. Spectacular views. We did a boat tour. No, that was in Louisiana. No, no, no. We did a boat tour. Um, I wrote about it on my blog. Oh, that's right. We did it, but that wasn't like an air boat, It was boat, like though. through the National Park. Yeah, it was just a... Uh, out in the bay. Yeah, but I don't think we even saw any alligators. No, that was out in like the bay. Like that was yeah. going on islands looking at like birds and yeah. stuff. Um, also recommend going to Flamingo, which is yeah. the southernmost city in Florida that's not out on the Keys. Right. Um, it's, it's a little bit of an extra drive, although not too bad, but really spectacular. And that's where we actually saw crocodiles. crocodiles. Everywhere else was alligators, but that's... One of the more common places to see crocodiles. and We it's, saw three. And it's the only place in the world where crocodiles and alligators... Coexist. Coexist, where they live together in nature. So And we saw manatees in the wild. And manatees. Yes, lots of them. We saw so many birds and wildlife, and it was amazing. Now, driving down the Keys was a really cool experience, too, but it depends on how many days you're traveling and stuff. It, I mean, it doesn't take forever, but it's, you know... We went down and stayed a couple days on the keys and then came back up. We stayed in Marathon Um, on the keys. It's it was pretty spectacular, pretty beautiful drive. So, I mean, depends on how long you're there and how much you're going to travel, but those are highly recommended items. And there's always a lot of cheap cruises that go out of Florida, and that's that's starting to open up again. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not ready for that yet. And I'm not, but other I, people might be. <laughs> I follow like some people that do cruises. Um, Emma Cruises is one of them. Yeah. And she's done one. I think she's just done one since the pandemic. It's way different, right? It is, and lots of masks and the restrictions on the way that you do the food and everything. I just, I don't know. I, to me, I'm not ready yet. I, I don't know that. I think it would be too stressful. Yeah, I, I. I'm saying that for Julie to look at cruises. Well, yes. <laughs> I know. I'm just commenting. I know you're not ready. 
Well, and, you know, for the future, yeah. as things get better. We love cruises. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We just don't want to do it right now. Yeah. Well, that's very exciting. Um, if you have any more specific questions about any of this stuff, yeah. like we love sharing stuff about that. Traveling so. is our our jam. Yeah. Um, some really great boardwalk trails. Oh, so many. you got to hit the boardwalks. Because they're really, like, it's real easy to do, you know, level, but... You will see so much amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to go back. Well, speaking of travel, this is Julie. Back to Julie's email here. Speaking of travel, she says, I have a top five for you. Oh, fun. If you haven't done this one before. What are the top five vacation places you have been to? But I like this. She goes further to, like, specify, make some rules here. Pretend you could never go anywhere new and could only revisit places you've been what would be the top five? And I'll set some rules for this. Narrow it down to North America, and the categories can be broad. So it could name a state or a city or a theme park, a national park, etc. So, Okay. Okay. Then she says, um, that's it for now. I'm writing this on July 4th, so happy Independence Day. Take care, Julie. Yay! Happy Independence Day! Happy we're, birthday, America! We're recording this on July 4th, but quite a few hours after yes. uh, Julie wrote to us. So. Late. <laughs> Late into the night. All right, well, let's... Um, well, first of all, I want to say thank you again to Julie. Always good to hear from you. And if anyone else would like to write to us, remember you can always get a hold of us at Show at gmail.com. All right. Well, I love Julie's suggestion of the top five, so I think it's time to do it. Let's jump into top five. Every time a bell rings, we give our top five. Okay, our top five destinations. Keep in mind Julie's rules. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, I think it's been a while since you've gone first. All right, I'll go first. This was challenging. So hard. And this we, is one of the hardest top fives for me. And we had to do it kind of quick. I haven't had like days to think about this yeah. here. So it's tough. And I, you know, I, you're going to say stuff that is going to make me like think, oh, I want to change I'm my very mind. interested to see if we had any overlap. Probably at least one or two. All right, here goes. See. My number one is our Carlsbad Meow Wolf trip. Now... Because she said it could be broad, I'm kind of just so including it. Well, because we did a whole loop, though. Yeah. And there's some things, because basically we did a road trip from our house. Um, this is a couple years ago at spring break. We went through Arizona, all the way through New Mexico, Texas in a little corner there, and then looped back around again in the northern route. So we went down past Saguaro National Park. We went to Old Tucson. Um, we saw Carlsbad Caverns, which was one that I would love to see again. Just that was so spectacular. Yeah. Meow Wolf, which is that like cool interactive art installation Did you experience. Say Guadalupe. Oh, we camped at Guadalupe Mountains uh, National Park in Texas, which is just out in the little corner tip of Texas. There, ooh, there's a big firework. We uh, we drove across and went to the Petrified Forest National mm -hmm. Park and Grand Painted Canyon National Desert. Park. Painted Desert. All of this was within our like two-week spring Grand break. Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Laughlin. We stayed there in Laughlin. So it was just, it was a spectacular trip. So that one, again, if we're allowed to like say it, I would repeat trip. that trip. Um, but there's things I would want to hit that we didn't get to do. There were several other like 
smaller caves and roadside attractions all yeah. throughout I wrote New Mexico. Somewhere. Yeah. Some other like national, I don't think it was a full national park, but like national monuments or whatever mm-hmm. and state parks and stuff that we drove by. Also, yeah, we drove right past Tombstone and we didn't have a chance to stop there. So I would like to hit that yeah. and that would be fun. Anyway, there's a lot of other stuff I'd like to do. Plus I'd like to repeat. Now, one of the things we did on that trip that we wouldn't really repeat is they did, we did the treasure hunt for Forrest Finn's treasure, yeah, treasure's been found. which has been found. And it was found right before he passed away, actually. So that was kind of a crazy thing. If you're not familiar with Forrest Finn's treasure, we did do a treasure hunt for it. And one, another thing you couldn't repeat is old Tucson. Because it closed down. But is it permanently closed now? I think so. Oh, it didn't make it through the pandemic. Devastating. So. Well, anyway. So you're counting that all as one. Well, yes. The, the, our spring break <laughs> trip. It's a two-week trip. Our spring break all trip. All right. That's Keep one. Going. That does count as one. She said. She said it could be a broad category. I'm following <laughs> Julie's rules. She said a state. She said, and I quote... The categories can be broad, so it could name a state, a city, theme park, national park, etc. So I named our trip, our spring break trip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want this to take all day? Because I could narrow it down more. No, go. All right. Well, speaking of broad categories, <laughs> I would repeat our Chesapeake Bay trip. Oh, man, that was a good one. This, we decided to do this. This was years ago. This was before we were doing the podcast. Our kids were little. And we flew in, like, outside of Washington, D.C. It was actually in Virginia. We stayed there for a while. And then we basically did a loop around the Chesapeake Bay. So it took us from Virginia. We went to Washington, D.C., obviously, um, and Maryland, you know. Then we went down into North Carolina, and then back up into Maryland, through Delaware. We hit um, New Jersey and Pennsylvania while we are up there. And then swooped around through West Virginia and came back down and flew back from where mm-hmm. we started. So we hit a bunch of states. It was fantastic. But we just kind of stuck around the outside of the Chesapeake Bay. So it was a really unique places that we went to. And a lot of people that we saw on there was like, why are you... Why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you traveling here? And we'd explain it. And everyone's like, wow, I've lived here my whole life and I've never done that. It was really, really cool. Because in order to get across the bay, there's a huge underwater tunnel that you go through. Oh, it was great. Tunnel, yeah. We stayed at Chincoteague Island, as in Misty of Chincoteague. Mm -hmm. um, With the horses that swim across to the little barrier islands. horses. It was just, it was a really spectacular, and we had really good barbecue in North Carolina, so. And the famous ice cream incident. Yes. I didn't let Phil get ice cream two times. It is the main thing I want to go for. It's Island Creamery on Chincoteague Island, the best ice cream I've ever had in my life, and I dreamed of it ever since, and we wanted to go back. But only that one flavor, right? Well, they they had malt ice creams. And they like doubled the malt, so it was very malty. And I can't remember exactly. It was like a vanilla. Was it like Captain Crunch? I think it had a cereal in it or something. It, I can't even remember now. I'd remember if I, I'd have to go back and look. But you would go back there even if they didn't have that same exact version well, of ice cream. I just wanted to go there and try their flavor, so I never okay. got to. So it was very tragic. <laughs> And uh, that's number two. Very broad. Yes. Following the rules. Yes. 
Number three, and we just talked about this, uh, but the Everglades and the Florida Keys. That that trip was so spectacular, so beautiful. And again, the kids were really little for it, so it'd be fun to do it again when they're older. Mm -hmm. Same with the you know the East Coast over there. That was something I'd like to do with them now that they're older because they we had fun in Washington D.C. with them, but they were not old enough to appreciate like what it was we were doing. You know. Number four, I put Montana and Spokane. Um, well, you know, where we, we, yeah. st- we started in Montana, we drove across Idaho into Spokane, Washington, and then came back. Um, it was super beautiful up there. And a large part of it would be for the uh, Glacier, Glacier National, National Park. Park. But also I mentioned Spokane because there was the site of the Old World's Fair. Yeah, I, you love oh that, my gosh, so. I love that place so much. So that was a really fun trip. Yeah. Just real beautiful on the lake and stuff. And then finally, because she said North America, but our neighbors to the north uh, are in Canada. So I put our Prince Edward Island. Of course. And that whole trip. trip of a lifetime. Where we went through uh, Quebec and Nova Scotia and uh, Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick, and then a couple of the, you know, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Maine, obviously, Massachusetts. So... That whole loop up there, that was just mind-blowing. So, so cool. Yeah. I would love we to do that again. We just recently watched the videos from that trip. All the Lucy Maud Montgomery stuff was amazing, but also just seeing Quebec, French Canada, and I, it was just, it was incredible. Great. I'd want to do that again. And that's my top five. Now, what didn't make it on the list, because I wasn't 100% sure... Like, if Hawaii counts... That's so funny, because I did this exact same thing. Because Hawaii would be on my Hawaii list. Hawaii would be on my list, but it's not technically North America. It's on the North American plate. I mean, it is, isn't it? It's on the same plate, I yeah. feel like. I don't know. So I didn't I count that. I would have put Hawaii on mine. And also, like, same with the Caribbean, Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely some places I might have bumped something from here yeah. to put those in there, but I didn't. We love islands. <laughs> Yes. We love visiting islands. Alaska didn't make my list because we have gone twice. And not that I didn't love it, but we've gone twice. So I only put stuff I've been to once, you know. That's my list. So we did have two overlaps. Okay, say the overlaps. So the overlaps were Montana, Glacier National Park. Okay. I was a little more specific. That's good. So That's good. You um, Glacier, the rules. Glacier National Park um, the going to the Sun Road, uh, where we saw the Continental Divide and all that was yeah. pretty life changing. We saw bears, we saw deer, some we saw mountain goats. goats like right up by them on the hiking trail. Yeah. It was fantastic. So I loved, it, and I did love a lot more in Montana, but that was my like, whoa, I need to go back there moment. The other. Overlap we had is Prince Edward Island and really that whole trip because like Quebec City was and Montreal and all that was like so fascinating and amazing too. I would like to brush up on our French a little more before we go again. What? We did great. I was not prepared for how French it was. It was like more (laughs) French than when we were in Marseille. When we were in France, more people spoke (laughs) English to us than there. And it's not like a bad thing. It's just we were not prepared for it. I just, because we've been to Canada a bunch of times elsewhere. And I just, I was like, oh, they they speak some French here. But it was like, we couldn't order at a restaurant. We had to get, they had to find someone to help translate. And I was like, oh, this is really French. Yeah. 
All right, so my ones that weren't, and then Hawaii was my, like, if it counts. Yeah. Um, it'd be on there. So I'm surprised because she said theme parks, and I'm really surprised you didn't put Disneyland on there. I mean, you'd really be okay with never going back to Disneyland again? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's not that I wouldn't. It's just that, I mean, if I had to choose, I've been to Disneyland hundreds of times in my life. And if it's like where I'm stuck going to. I guess. You know? Well, I debated about Walt Disney World instead because it's bigger and vaster, but I just have too many nostalgic yeah. memories. It's yeah. Walt's Park, so Disneyland is what I picked. Did I? Oh, we had three over. Oh, no, no, we didn't because you didn't say Alaska. I didn't. And again, the reason why is because I only pick places I've only been to once. So Alaska was my pick, um, especially Glacier Bay National Park. Um, yeah. Different than Glacier National right. Park. Um, we saw glaciers calving. And lots of bald eagles. Lots of bald eagles. And just the whole experience, Skagway and Juno and the train and watching the bears play on the mud flaps. And a moose. And a moose. Yeah, I know. We've only been to Glacier Bay National Park once, though, because the other crews didn't go there. We went to a different Glacier Bay. Yeah. So I just love Alaska. I didn't love the mosquitoes, but everything else about it was great. <laughs> And then, um, I guess the other one is Big Sur. Oh, yeah, I do love Big Sur. Really, anywhere on the California coast is my jam, though. See, I I did not put that again because I've been there lots of times and we're about to go to these places now, so... Uh, That's why, because we love it. we love it so much, (laughs) it's true. So, but I'm just saying for somebody who doesn't have a lot of options, even if... We go back over and over again. Doesn't make it less. No, it's true. Amazing. So it's true, and and I absolutely love the California coast. So yeah, I mean, we highly recommend it. <laughs> so that's mine. Yay! That's a good list. Yeah. That was a great top five. Thank you, Julie. That I mean, it always you can always tell it's a good one when it like makes my brain boil because I yes. have to think so hard for it because I can't decide. I think it's funny we both had the same thought about Hawaii. Yeah, well, I mean, again, I think you're right. Technically, it's probably on the same plate, but I don't know if that counts. Oh, is I honestly Hawaii? Hawaii's one where like we could live here, like we could just come live the island life. That sounds amazing to me. And then another one was in Spokane, Washington. We said we could live there. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it there. Which island, if you could go, if you had to pick one, because you've only been to two, which one would you go to? Because you've been to Kauai and Maui. I don't know. I love them both. I guess Kauai is more, like, less touristy. Yeah. But Maui's where we had our honeymoon, and it's so special to me. But if I could pick one... As I've been to more than you, I would pick the big island. I know. I can't wait to go there. Um, I had some absolutely stunning experiences. They're, they're all fantastic, but I've only been there once, so I'd like to go back. We do want to go to all of them, though. Well, of course. So. Someday. Someday. 
Well, we need to move along here and cover a few more things. And we did watch some movies, so it's time for movie time. Movie time! Okay, so we just uh, we got a few things to cover here because we did watch some stuff on uh, some streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, for Canada Day, we mentioned that we watched a Canadian movie. Uh, we watched Strange Brew, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's Bob and Doug McKenzie, which is Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis from SCTV. Mm-hmm. And they did, it's their Bob and Doug character. Oh, hey, take mm-hmm. off, eh? The Great White North. If you're not familiar with it, it's super funny. It's really goofy. It's basically like a precursor to Wayne's World or Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, but this was like years before either of those. And it's so funny. It's I mean, like, not that there haven't been other like, you know, doofusy guys as a comedy pair before, but that whole like doing a show, you know, like on public cable access, like Wayne's World would not exist if it was not yeah. for Bob and Doug, you know. So, anyway, it's really funny and goofy. The funny thing about it, too, is that the story behind their character is that on SCTV, which is a Canadian sketch comedy show, kind of like Saturday Night Live, a lot of famous people on there, like Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, John Candy, Martin Short, um, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of Canadian people. They got to think, because I guess it was, the TV is partially funded, or at least was, by the government, and in order to get the government funds... They had to include more specifically Canadian content Mm -hmm. and them, you know, being comedians and also not wanting people to tell them what to do. They're like, fine, you want us to do Canadian content. We're going to make it like super stereotypical, exaggerated accents and stuff. And so that's why they they talk very, you know, oh, take off. But because they did it as a statement against them, like if you're going to make us do it, I don't know. I just think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant the way they did it. And I love Strange Brew. Um, then on my queen for a day, I chose um, Annie from my childhood. As in the sun will come out tomorrow. The sun will come out. So we watched the 1982 version. And then we started the 1998 version. The Kathy Bates one that's on the Disney Plus and then we're like, it was basically like a not so good version of the 1982. Like it was exactly the same, different. but way less energy. Um, Kathy Bates was very um, low energy, which is crazy because it's Kathy Bates. I, yeah, we absolutely love Kathy Bates, but it felt like she was annoyed with having to be in that movie. Like, I don't think she was into it. <laughs> And then we watched the 2014 version, and it was so good. Now, we saw that in the theater, but I, like, forgot how good it was. We are like, we crying. The, the songs are so catchy. Like, they remixed the old ones, and they did new songs, and it was so good. There's a lot of amazing stuff about the original one, and I definitely have some nostalgia for it. But I kind of almost like the newest one the best. Me too. Carol Burnett as Miss Hannigan is tough to beat. Yeah. And the Hard Knock Life in the original one, like the choreography in that one is stunning. I mean, that's why I rented it over and over again. Because 
of that scene. I'm not even like def, you know, necessarily huge into that stuff, but you can't deny how spectacular those performances are. Yes. That being said, if I had to choose one to watch over and over again, I'd probably watch the newest one. Yeah, it was that good. It's so, really, really good. If you love musicals, um, I definitely recommend watching Annie 1982 and Annie 2014. But not 1998. I mean, to be fair, we didn't watch the whole thing, but we all kind of like, we got to a stopping point and we're all, everyone was like, do you want to finish it? Does anyone want to, I mean, are we watching it? Like, somebody call it, make the call. No one wanted to do it. And finally, we're like, let's just move on. There's more things to do and in life than watch something. Phil a little crazy because he's a completist. It does. I hate stopping in the middle, but I was kind of bored with it. Like, I was yeah. done. It wasn't, it wasn't worth watching again. Yeah. So I'm curious if any of you guys watched Annie. Do you like the old one, the middle one, or the newest one? Or do you prefer the old 1930s ones before there was a musical and it was just an adaptation of the comic strip? Yeah. Because they made two movies back then of Little Orphan Annie. <laughs> now you also wanted to watch like a scary movie. Yes. Um, because you, you want it like... You know, we're not into, like, horror, but we like a good spooky, you know, PG-13 or less creepy movie, you know. Yeah, and we thought maybe the kids would be able to handle Signs, but we wanted to preview it. Yeah, Signs by M. Night Shyamalan. So we previewed that together, and (laughs) it's way too intense for them. It's so scary. It's so good, though. I love... M. Night, I know that's like a controversial, <laughs> not controversial, but people like to rag on him for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, and he's so talented. It's so good. I, I don't know how you could watch that movie and not, like, enjoy it. I realize you could pick apart plot holes and dissect blah, 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 but who cares? Like, if it's really it's good entertainment, entertainment, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother and me. And we just, like, we're going to fall asleep to it or whatnot, and we watch the whole thing in one oh, sitting. Yeah. You can't. You can't put, once you start it, you can't put it down. So, so since we couldn't find, like, that wasn't going to be, like, you know, good for our kids. They're not going to enjoy that. Yeah. But we thought a good, like, creepy way, you know, creepy movie to introduce them to was a Disney one. Yes. So we watched The Watcher, Watcher in, in the, the Woods, Woods, which is famously Disney's, like, scary movie from the, the dark years of Disney, you know, before they had their golden age renaissance well, our kids uh, didn't think it was scary. They said it was a little creepy in parts, which is exactly all we wanted. Like, yeah. we don't want to, like, give them nightmares or anything like that. I think it's fun. It definitely is that a little hokey. scares me as a kid, though. It did, but they're, they have more modern, like... Special effects. Yeah. It's a little hokey in the way that it's done. It is. It, it's, it's dated, and it's not bad. I love old stuff like that, but... I don't think it's super scary. And, you know, there was a couple times we were like, ooh, that's creepy, but that was it. Which is perfect. That's all we wanted mm-hmm. for them. All right, that's it for movies. We are running along here, so we have two more things to cover very quickly. First, okay. we've got Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. So we've been plugging away at uh, Lego Masters. There wasn't a new one this week. No, but... Last week we watched it. We did watch another one. and So good. All our people are still in. We're still in. Original picks. Um, it was the last one that we watched was like the fashion show one. Mm-hmm. And it was super fun. They all had to like make a fancy hat. To wear. And they had to wear it and they had to be able to stay on their head without them holding and it. Not touch it. Yeah. They put a timer up. 
And it's just so amazing what they come up with. I yeah. really, it's weird, but I highly recommend the show. It's very like emotional and beautiful. Yeah. Um, but also funny because we'll learn. My it. girls didn't even look like a Lego. It looked like something a person would wear on a f- runway. Right. Like it was incredible. I I absolutely love it. So. Um, we also watched a couple more episodes of Alone because we recorded right before the other one. So. I don't want to spoil anything because I do love Alone, but if you don't want to hear this, spoiler alert for a couple of episodes, two people went home. Yes. Oh my gosh. So we're down to how many now? We're down to six people out of the ten. And we're like 21 days? Day 22. Day 22 is where they left off and there's still six people in. And the people that we're going for are still in. Our original picks are still in. They're still in. So it's going to be interesting. It's such a fascinating show. Um, We also started watching like the spinoff show of it called Alone the Beast. Started. Well, started. There's six episodes. So... It was great. Yeah, very... Like, if they do hunt animals and, like, clean the meat from yeah, it. Yeah, I so can't if watch, not like, into that, the first 15 minutes because it's all uh, cutting apart an animal. But they're very, you know, I mean, they don't... It is gross, but they don't do it to be gross. They're, they're surviving, surviving out in the wilderness the and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, but depending on your level... that This is the beast that... Alone does that some, but it's less of the focus, you know? I thought, it like, Alone the Beast, they did a couple in the Louisiana swamps, and that was, looked miserable. That was, like, the heart of all the places they've been. That was, like, the hardest of place anything, to survive. Of the Alone the Show or this one. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine. I don't think they could live there longer than 30 days. No, they were like, they were struggling. If they had tools, I think they maybe could last maybe. a little longer, but without, I mean, gosh, it's just brutal. Because obviously they don't have air conditioning, you know. Right. Well, on uh, the other current show that we're watching, Loki on Disney Plus, and um, I think maybe it's been two episodes since we talked last, but gosh, that. Is it's an incredible so show also. It doesn't disappoint. I It's like the twists and turns. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's great. It, it reminds me still of like X-Files, but not quite as creepy or fringe or whatever. Right. Like it's just, it's good. It's great. Highly recommended. And what did we watch on your King for a Day? Well, I did on my Emperor for a Day have us all like watch. We watched one episode each of a few shows throughout the day. Um, we watched an episode of The Tick, the old cartoon. Mm-hmm. If you like uh, funny <laughs> 90s superhero cartoons, you should watch that. We watched um, an episode of Pete and Pete, which is, again, a very 90s... Na, 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 na. Um, I just, I love them. Super, like, quirky indie production. Yeah, it's great. And then we went back to the 80s and watched an episode of The A-Team. This is how I have to get them to watch the shows I like from a long time ago. <laughs> I have to like... Now, you asked me in, if which one I would watch the rest of. I've seen Pete and Pete yeah. before. Um, so I would watch that again. But I would I would like to watch The A-Team. It's really good, right? I really liked the last episode because it was took place at a cult. Yeah. Well, and the, the, this is only the second episode we've watched because you got me the box set. I think mm-hmm. it was at Christmas time, right? Maybe birthday. Either one. 
But um, no, I think it was birthday actually. The first one is a pilot, and it's first of all way longer. Second of all, it doesn't have the same actor as face. face, and the other actor is kind of a dud. So uh-huh. they really, although it's important, you know, to start out that way, it gets much better. And I did watch A Team with my stepdad, you know, like on a weekly basis. But I don't. I was like really young. Yeah, well, I I remember it a lot more. It was like one of our. Along with Family Ties, it was like one of our shows we all watched together as a yeah. family. That and Remington Steel. Yeah, I never watched Remington mm. Steel. But I do, do love Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I do like him. Yeah, it's great. I've said this before, probably on this show and definitely on my other podcast, but Remington Steel and He-Man have the same theme song. Now, Phil and I, not a kid's show, but we're watching... Through curb your enthusiasm, but I think we said that before. Yeah, yeah. So, since we watched Seinfeld. Yeah, following up with that. <laughs> okay, lightning fast because we did a bunch of this stuff with our various king and queen and whatever for and we're a day. About to do a bunch more because we're going on a trip. It's time for game night. Yes. Let's talk some quick board games and stuff that we played together as a family. Risk. We did another game of Risk for my father's guys, day, or for my thing. Guys, I won. I won Risk. No one. And That's like the first time ever in all the times that Phil hasn't won Risk. And it was the fat, no, Luke won the last time. Oh, did he? Yeah. I think so, or maybe I did. No, maybe I did. I can't remember. Anyways. But I've you've never, never beaten me before. Either. And it was the fastest game of Risk ever. It like, was so it was fast. Like, you just happened to, like... I just got that right, that sweet deal, and cleared you all out. Yeah, it was it was really good. You played it well, but also it just timed out well. Sometimes, you know, obviously there's a ton of strategy, but there's a little bit of luck. And if you hit it just right... I, I hit it good. Um, so that was fun. Also, I had us play Rook again, because I love Rook. Some of my favorite games. But then we also played Settlers of Catan yes. on my birthday. Or on my... King for day, whatever it was. Audrey won at that time. Yes. And we actually, for Seafarer's Day, um, which was one of the holidays we celebrated, we have an expansion pack of it that right. we're going to try. We got the, the Seafarer's, Seafarer's expansion. expansion. We haven't tried it yet. On your Queen for a Day, we played Boggle. Because mm-hmm. you like Boggle. Yeah. And uh, Scattergories. Yeah, Audrey picked Scattergories and Boggle on her day, too. Yeah, after you'd done it, she really liked them. She, she like... Uh, wasn't familiar with him, and then she just loved him. Yeah. It's so funny, because as we do all this, a lot of this stuff, there's things that we've done with them when they were littler, and then they have forgotten it, so it's like reintroducing stuff to them all over again. Yeah. I'm going to pick a game for a future queen for the day that I think Audrey and Luke are going to love. What? Cranium. Oh, yeah. They'll be into that the, for sure. The, like, multi-dimensional yeah. game. Yeah. It has the trivia. It has the clay. Now we'll probably... It's probably dried out. We'll have to. We might have to get another clay, but yeah. And then finally, Audrey picked apples to apples to play. That's Phil's favorite. I hope Audrey hears this and knows how much I love her, and I will always play the games that they choose and participate in stuff. But I hate apples to apples in that kind of game. He doesn't like subjective. No, like it's not. It depends. It's not as bad when we play with just us because we all kind of yeah. like stick to some rules but like there's no there's no rules it's just i just don't like it it's not my style of game i want it to i want there to be some kind of an objective other than just 
oh, I like this one. I'm picking that. I enjoy it, but from an educational perspective, because think about all the words the kids. It's true. Even our kids, they had some words they weren't familiar with. What? But it has like. um, So I put it. I have a kids version in my classroom that's very popular. So if you can get past it and look at it as an education, it also works well as like a good mixer icebreaker game if you've got a large mix during it. Right, but that's a different type of game. So anyway. I will have a good attitude about it and play it whenever you guys decide that's what you're going to do, but it's not my favorite. <laughs> he will not be picking it on his emperor for a day. No. Ugh. Do you still want to bring it on the trip? I never wanted to bring it on the trip. Oh, I thought you said we should bring it. No. But then after we played it so much, I think it's good. I know that other family members like to play it too, so I will have a good attitude, but I'm not going to pick it. That's for sure. <laughs> so anyway, it's... It's fun, though. We had a good time together playing games. And as always, I encourage you, play games with your family and with your friends. Do it. And with that, we are going to do ending this episode. Let's do it. Hopefully you get it out before we leave. We'll see. If I don't, <laughs> no one will be hearing this. So. No, I will. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it done. I think we can handle this. Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you guys being with us here. Please join us again in a few weeks, or maybe sooner. Who knows? We'll see. (laughs) Whenever the next one comes out, I guess that's when you'll know. Um, Thank you again to Julia for writing in, and I want to remind everyone, you can write to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Anything else, Chanel? No. All right. Check out my vacation pants Instagram. That's true. I'll leave it with that, because there's going to be new content. There is. All right, well, I think that's going to do it. So for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.